Welcome to the Wild Podcast, your weekly dose of eco-education. And welcome back to the Wild Podcast. My name is Roxy Rogan, founder of Wild Education, and I'm your host. And today we are speaking with Holly from Elka Swim. Welcome, Holly. Hello. Thanks for having me, Roxy. Yeah, I'm so excited to chat to you today. So why don't you just tell our audience a little bit about uh, a little bit about yourself, your brand, Elka Swim, and um, maybe where you're from. So I'm originally from the Sunshine Coast, um, the beautiful Sunshine State, mm-hmm. and we crazily moved to Melbourne um, because we thought it would be a, you know better for our business. Of course, it's so cold down here, so um, struggling to get through the winter days. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, and we started Alcostim on the Sunshine Coast. So originally I was a radio announcer and social media manager. So I was doing that for about 10 years. Wow. And just, yeah, and I mean, it was great. But then as I sort of started getting a bit older, I realized that um, the industry wasn't really suited for me. I wasn't really vibing on, you know, the feels and the people. So I thought, hey, why not start um, looking at some sort of side businesses that might eventually mean that I can leave radio, have a family and also, you know, work from home. Um, so that's where Alcaswim took off on the Sunshine Coast when I was, you know, being able to sunbake daily or just be in the sun mm. as opposed to being rugged up in tracksuit pants and Ugg boots down here in Melbourne. Mm. Um and so we started in 2018. Uh, of course, that's when we launched, but we're sort of in the prep sort of zone um, for about a year or so, on and off. Um, it is obviously hard to, you know, build a side hustle when you are working full time. Mm. Um, and, and with swimwear, you know, you've got to find manufacturers and you've got to do samples. And, you know, so it's really hard to sort of, you know, get to your feet when you, the, the sample process alone is takes ages you know mm-hmm. so you you know coming up with prints coming up with prints and and styles and finding manufacturers and materials uh, and we didn't realize that the process was going to take as long as it was mm-hmm. so that's why the the period before we launched did take quite a long time so um yeah so we you know finally got to our feet in 2018 and um Everything just happened so quick. We were planning our trip to Europe and we go, oh, you know, we want to sort of launch heading into summer. So we basically had, once we got our samples, had a week to find models, to plan a photo shoot, to find photographers and to do all that. Um, Yeah, and in hindsight, I mean, I I love making mistakes because you learn from your mistakes. Um, but I would never recommend anybody to do that because it's such a stressful time. Um, so now that we're down here uh, in Melbourne in 2020, we have you know our own office. I'm doing it full time, uh, so it means that you know each day is dedicated to certain things. We don't have to rush samples. You know we've got timelines in place. So um, so far so good. Mm which is great, but it's definitely been a learning curve um, and, you know, I wouldn't change it for the world. So adjusting very nicely down here in Melbourne, but mm. just definitely sunshine of the sunshine coast. Yeah, I bet. No, Melbourne definitely gets very, very cold oh. in the wintertime. That's so it amazing. certainly does. Yeah, and I think it's really cool that you talked about it being, um, you know, starting off to try and be a side hustle because I know that there's a lot of people who do want that 
um, that side hustle while still having a job. But to make it into your full-time job does take a huge amount of effort. So it's really good to have you say that, you know, it is a big deal. And um, so maybe talk us a little bit through um, what it, what was the hardest things when setting up this business? So you mentioned that sampling is something that's quite difficult just for people out there who might want to be doing something similar. Um, what are kind of the biggest struggles that you had when starting up your business? I think the biggest struggle really was that we wanted the end goal before thinking about the little goals that we had to reach. Um, Obviously, our end goal was, okay, we want to do this full-time so we can start a family and I can be at home, you know, as a full-time mum but working. Um, And so I guess by not mapping out those little goals along the way, it really screwed us, um, I guess you could say, because we didn't sort of go through those processes of thinking about, you know, how important the website is. Um, how important building your social presence is, you know, obviously while you're building yourself, you know, along the way um, and and then sampling. So I reckon the biggest thing, though, that we did learn early on was that not everybody has the same work ethic as you. So when we started um, to go into our photo shoot, we assumed that everybody had the same work ethic um, as we did. So we didn't have any contracts in place. We just took people on their word. Um, and so our photographer, basically they showed up late because they were a husband-wife duo, so a videographer and a photographer. Um, they showed up late. We paid them up front. Um, they left early. Then the images, they wouldn't give us the images for 30 days. We didn't, it just like a, a whole lot of stuff happened mm. that really, you know, put us behind and, and hurt our feelings. Um, but it also made us realise, okay, well, everyone works differently, everyone's standards are different, so we really need to be more, um, you know, onto it by having um, contracts in place. Another big thing was also working with influencers, uh, which we don't really work with influencers anymore, and if we do, we're very, very, very picky. Mm. Um because influencers, once again, you know, some people aren't doing it full time and they are just doing it as a side thing, which means that their work ethic as well is totally different. So you might send them um, a vision board, you might send them a brief, um, well, this is what we do now, um, and then they send you things back that you, you can't even use and you've already paid them for it. So the biggest thing that we learned was um, yeah, not everyone has the same work ethic, always have contracts in place. Yeah. Um, Always, always, um, because now that we do, we have been able to, you know, stop a few things from getting out of hand before they they do and you know ultimately affect our business mm. um, and the campaigns. Um, and also, you know, we didn't even have a business plan. We just said we love this goal and we love the end goal. Mm. Let's just do it, you know. And we spent a lot of money on so many things. Because my partner was said, you know, if you want to do it, you've got to do it right mm. as opposed to sort of um, doing it half-assed, I guess you could say. Yeah. So we spent a lot of money when we didn't really know a lot. Um, so I think being um, more educated, you know, uh, you know, business plans, like just have plans in place. You know, it's great to have a bigger vision, but at the same time you need to, you know, have those small steps to get to that bigger vision because otherwise... Um, you can really waste a lot of money. And in hindsight now, I wish I'd had that money 
that we had then to be putting into the business now because I am more educated. I do know a lot more about our business, our customers. So, um, yes, it's been it's been a bit of a up and down road, but like I said, we've learned along the way. So we're, we are lucky because we'll never make those mistakes again. Yeah. No, I love I love your honesty, and to be honest, it's just so nice to hear um, someone being really real about what it's like to own a business and um, that it isn't as I suppose um, sometimes I think owning a business is romanticized quite a bit and it seems like it's you know like easy and you don't waste money and all this kind of stuff but yeah it's definitely a hustle um, yeah so I, I, I really appreciate that you, you said those points because they're so true and um, speaking of uh, you know business, what's something that you've done with Elka Swim to make you guys stand out from the crowd? Because I love your prints that I've seen, you know, the prints on the um, swimwear. But what have you? What did you kind of do um, when you were building it that made you want to stand out from the crowd? Because as we know, there's so many swimwear brands. What was something that you were like in your mind? Okay, we're going to do this so we stand out a bit more from from the other swimwear brands. But- Well, what we wanted to do, and once again, we made mistakes. We thought, okay, because one thing I believe when you're doing research, you look at your competitors, you people that are doing well in your industry and go, okay, so how can I adapt some of that stuff into my own business? Mm -hmm. I still, you know, research and look at competitors, but I look for different things. I don't look at, for example, what sort of models are they using? And one mistake we made was thinking we needed to use you know, ultra fit, um, amazingly looking um, models. Mm. And we thought that's what our clientele would want. And so, yes, we made the mistake. We did a couple of photo shoots um, using models like that because we thought sex sells. Mm. Um, and, you know, it's it. we feel stupid for even have, thinking that. But once again, we made mistakes and we moved on from that. And so I think one thing now that we are on our feet and we have a better vision of who we are because we got to know our brand ourselves as we were sort of growing yeah. together as a um, And so one thing now that we do is we make sure that we use real women. So, mm. you know, it's not about being, I mean, it doesn't matter what size you are. It's just about being a real woman. And that could be a size 8 or a size 16 um, and anything in between. You don't have to have abs, you know. So we try and use basically women that represent me as a person. So I'm not perfect. I have cellulite. Um, you know, my body has changed as I've gotten older. Uh, and now that I'm pregnant, you know, it all changes. Um, so I think what we are doing now to stand out is really representing a modern day woman, a real woman who, you know, is a little bit insecure, who might be carrying a few extra pounds, who has cellulite, you know, all those things are fine because nobody is perfect. Mm-hmm. And what we didn't like is that it was being represented on Instagram or and across social media and you know, on television. Um, of all these perfect women, you know, and, and it makes you feel terrible as a person if you don't live up to those standards. Yeah. So we have sort of decided, okay, well, we're not going to go down that path. We don't care if our competitors are doing that because that's not who we are and we don't want to make people um, feel bad about themselves. We want people to feel empowered when they wear swimwear and we don't want, you know, so the size of someone's bottom to define how they feel in a bikini. Mm. So we have made, um, you know, changes to make sure that we really connect with um, our models as well. So they're, you know, everyday girls that we 
might see on Instagram and just love the way they look and then we just connect with them and they come and do a shoot with us. So, and, and everybody loves that because they can see themselves wearing those bikinis because of the way our models are. And we don't necessarily get them, get them posing and, and doing the little, um, you know, what is it, the duck lips or whatever they call the pouch. <laughs> yeah. You know, we're like, come on, girls, smile, have a great time. You know, they're giving peace signs and they're laughing. And, and we love that because when you look at those images, you feel happy and that's how we want people to feel. We don't want you to feel uncomfortable when you're so vulnerable anyway being in a bikini. Um, so, and I love that you love our prints. Thank you. Um, we love a bit of floral yeah. because we sort of love a bit of a vintage vibe. You know, we love old school music like Fleetwood Mac and In Excess because, I don't know, we just love the old school ways. Mm. Things were simpler, people were kinder, they had more time to spend with friends and family um, and we think sort of the floral represents those times. Mm. So we sort of just go down those sort of paths when it comes to um, our prints and designs and whatnot. So, Yeah. Yeah, no, I absolutely love that. And I so love that you guys obviously have a really strong um, ethos around body image and um, empowering women to feel good and look great in their bikinis because especially living in Australia, it's something that, you know, we're in bikinis half the year it feels like. Um, (laughs) And so I definitely know um, growing up in Sydney's Northern Beaches, it's like you – it's – it can, especially for uh, being a woman, it can definitely feel um, very intimidating or you can feel really insecure going to the beach. Even if, you know, I remember looking at photos of myself when I was younger and remember that photo being taken and feeling insecure. And looking, yes. And looking back at it and being like, I was tiny. Like, why, why was I feeling insecure? Like, you know, just like thinking that's crazy that I felt like that. But I'm sure people listening and and sounds like yourself as well can totally relate to that feeling of just being like really insecure and maybe not even wanting to swim or not go to the beach with your friends because you feel embarrassed about being in your bikini. Um, And I love that your brand represents that because I think people will look on your Instagram page and and see these, as you you said, kind of like um, representing women in real life as we are you know, not Photoshop, not edited, like what we are, um, and then feel like, you know what, I can look like however I'm going to look like and go to the beach and feel great in it. So, um, yeah, totally love that. And that definitely does make you guys stand out from the crowd and it's um, definitely a great way forward. Uh, the other thing I want to ask is, so I know that um, Elka Swim has moved, I guess, a bit more environmentally friendly. So can you talk to us about what kind of steps has Elka Swim done to become a bit more eco-friendly and have you seen a more positive or negative response from um, your consumers of going more eco-friendly? And, uh, yeah, what was the process of that? Oh, so um, as I said, you know, my partner and I, we love being outside. We love camping. And so and, and as we grew to know Elka Swim mm-hmm. as it is today, um, we realised that, hey, we love camping so much and, and we love being outside that it makes sense for us to take steps towards being more eco-friendly within our business mm-hmm. because, you know, Elka is our baby. Yeah. So we thought, okay, well, you know, of course the, the fashion industry and there's, there's just so much plastic around it. Everything comes in yeah. plastic, just easily disposed of. So we thought, all right, well, let's change our garment bags to make sure they're 100% biodegradable 
And we love them because they can be delicate bags, so you can wash your bikinis in them or you can use them as reusable produce bags when you go to the shops to put your fruit in them. So we made that step and then we also made sure that our mailing bags, that they're all biodegradable too. We used our Hero packaging and I believe they're made out of cornstarch. So everything we use when it comes to packaging is all 100% biodegradable. Um, And funnily enough, um, we didn't even see a huge response um, from our customers about it. So, I mean, which is quite interesting because it tells us, all right, well, the women who purchase from us and who follow us, then that's obviously not sort of high on their priority list. But at the end of the day, we're doing it for us because we love the environment and as much as we can, we inject inject our love um into our, you know, social media posts and blog posts that we do to, to try and encourage the followers and our customers that this is, a, you know, a new way of life. Mm. So we did it more so for us in our business than our customers per se mm. and we have started getting a better response but it's not something, you know, people come to us and purchase specifically because of that. Yeah. Um, and we're okay with that. I mean, it's not going to change the way that we do things in our business mm. and, and even further more than that, we're going to start be uh, using recycled materials as well for our swimwear. But of course, everything takes time. And as we've learned, there's there's all these different sorts of um, you know, from one manufacturer, a recycled material feels different to another. Yeah. So we make sure that we, you know, finding a manufacturer is hard enough um, as it is. Um, so then finding one that then has the materials that suit. Are recycled um, is a whole other ball game, but we are making steps towards that because, um, as we said, we love the environment and anything we can do uh, to to take steps forward. Mm. Um, and we also um, now donate a percentage of our sales to one percent for the planet. Mm. So we made sure that that was on our priority list because we feel very strongly about that. So we at least we know we are doing our part. Mm. Um, and I guess as a business owner, it's also our I guess, um, oh, what's the word? It's it's our, uh, it's, we, we have to educate our customers yeah. um, that this is the way of life and by showing that we do it, maybe they'll follow in our steps, whether it be um, wanting to purchase from us because they know that their sales, uh, a portion of their sales will go to help the planet. Um, or if not, we can just educate them. We feel it's, you know, our duty to, to help educate them um, whether that's something that they care about right now or later, but at least we can do our part by, you know, educating through blogs and social media posts and, and leading the way in the way we do things in our business. Yeah, no, that's that's so awesome to hear. And um, how hard was it to switch from, say, using um, the normal plastic bags to put the garments into using something more eco-friendly was like switching those options was that easy to do or was that quite hard to to make the switch we actually thought it was going to be hard too but funnily enough it was so easy when we were really lucky to come across a manufacturer um who did it perfect the first time Mm. so you know usually you you know send you, you start the conversation and then as we said about the sample process it takes ages but first time lucky, so we didn't have to um, go through, you know, over hoops and rings and all that sort of mm-hmm. stuff. We're lucky. So the process was very easy for us to transition. So we've been so lucky. Yeah, that's awesome. And it's really great to hear that, um, you know, you did say that 
you weren't doing it just for the customers because I feel like if any business owners are listening, it's good to know that this is the new way of kind of life and it kind of has to be um, because if, you know, we want to live on this planet, we do need to make steps um, to make sure that we're doing our part. So it's really great to hear that this was something that kind of needed to happen regardless if um, your clientele was really switched on to it being a big deal or not. So I think a lot of other businesses I've um, I've spoken to and they've made similar similar decisions to switch to being more eco-friendly. And in the long run as well, I feel like it's just better for your business because you know that at the end of the day you are making a difference. Exactly. And we don't want to be, uh, you know, a business that basically – you know, is turning a blind eye to what's happening in the industry. Yeah. You know, and fast fashion, um, it's a terrible thing. Mm. So the way that we also try and help the environment is make sure that our bikinis can be worn multiple ways, mm. um, are also reversible. So yeah. this gives someone, it gives a longer life. Yeah. You know, so people don't just have to buy one. They're getting, I think one of our bikinis can be worn eight different ways. Wow. Because it's and it's adjustable and you know so we're also helping the cause by making sure that we you know become we're slow fashion as opposed to fast fashion which is you know is terrible for the environment fast fashion no that's really good to hear as well yeah I was I was going to ask you about that because it's one of those things that I suppose being in the fashion industry it's it's hard to ignore the difference between fast and slow fashion these days because I feel like it's everywhere you look um, and to know that Elka Swim is a brand that can be, you know, worn multiple different ways. I also know I saw in your um, website that you have some really good points on how to um, how to look after your garments really well. So I, I know as well from experience of um, becoming more eco-friendly with my clothing is a huge part of it is actually looking after what you already own. So can you just tell people, because I'm sure it will be a great reminder for everyone, maybe people listening in the Northern Hemisphere here in summer, what are some things that are good to do to look after your bikinis? Because I know I've wrecked a ton of bikinis doing the wrong things. And you know what? I'm still guilty of doing the same thing. Yeah. So obviously, <laughs> you know, it's so easy to come back from the beach or the pool and, you you know, you just throw them off. Yeah. Um, and you don't think anything of it. You just let them dry. And I think, you know, to help the pieces that we own live longer um, is just to make sure that you are, you know, washing them. And it's just the simple things, you know, mm-hmm. wring them out, wash them out after you've been in the, at the beach, especially in chlorine because, you know, chlorine can be such a killer when it comes to, um, you know, bikinis. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think is just being sensible um, and, you know, taking a grown-up approach, I guess, to laundry. Yeah. Um, and, and just, yeah, making sure that you don't just, like, leave them out in the sun, that you are actually, you know, taking care of them by washing them. It's as simple as that, really. And I think so much of, like, we, we can be so, let's be honest, lazy when it comes to something, you know, like laundry or, you know, something's better. But if we want to slow down the process and look after our things, we really need to make sure that we are washing them, hand washing them, you know, all those little things. Um, a lot of us don't even look at the directions on the tag as to how to look after a garment. I don't think I ever really have. Um, and, of course, you know, you spend a lot of money on things yeah. and then you just you know, go, why Why is it doing this? And it's because you're not even looking at the proper instructions as to how to care for your garment. So, 
I think just putting your, you know, grown-up pants on just for a couple of minutes to, like, you know, wash out the salt and the chlorine um, is just one step towards making your, you know, bikinis last longer. Yeah, no, such good advice. And they're beautiful bikinis. Um, so where can people um, find Elka Swim? What's the best way to find you guys? And do you have any projects coming up or what's the vision for Elka Swim in the in the near future? Yeah, sure thing. So you can find us um, on Instagram, um, Elka Swim, and uh, as you'll see, we have a different aesthetic to a lot of other brands. Mm. Um, it's a bit more old school. It's a lot of fun. Um, so we'd love for you to come and, you know, follow us in our journey. Uh, you can also check us out at alkaswim.com um, and we've got an about page. We've got uh, blogs. We collaborate with women across um, the world really and as they share their stories on, on particular things. Um, and we also just started um, a Facebook group which is Real Women Getting Raw mm -hmm. and in there we, you know, promote. Uh, it's like a little community. So it's a small and mighty community. We have about 120 um, members, but I interact with them individually on a daily basis. So we're all about community um, because we don't want to necessarily be a huge brand that forgets about, you know, our customers. We want people to go, oh, that's Holly, the owner. She's actually talking to me. She cares. She knows it was my birthday or she knows that I've just had surgery or, you know, I want to be friends with our customers. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, come in and join our Facebook group. Like I said, it's Real Women Getting Raw. Mm -hmm. And um, projects on the way, we are working on a new collection. Mm. And um, we're very excited about this one because as, you know, we get older as a business, we learn more about ourselves. Yeah. Um, so we're working really closely with um, our followers. So we'll do like Instagram polls. We post in our Facebook group and we ask our followers and customers you know what do you want what's important to you in a bikini is it support is it is it this is it that so we are building our new collection basically around all the feedback that we're getting through our polls and through our comments um, from our customers and building a collection that's specifically exactly what people want so um, yeah it's taking a little bit more time for the fact that you know we've got to tweak things here and there and once again the whole sample process um so we, we can't wait for that so that's what's coming up on the horizon is a collection built uh, by women for women um so yeah we can't wait oh my gosh amazing I love that that sounds so great and um, just before we end, I just love that um, your business seems so involved, as you said, with the community and really supporting women um, and, yeah, Australian and, and doing eco-friendly stuff and body image. You guys are ticking all the boxes for me, so I'll definitely be looking <laughs> more on <laughs> Elka Swim. But thanks so much, Holly, for jumping on. I've so loved chatting with you today. And um, for those listening, if again, if you want to check out um, – Elka Swim, best place is probably on Instagram or elkaswim.com, just.com. Yes. Perfect. Oh, thanks for having me. It's been fantastic and I appreciate you letting us share our story. No worries. It's been great chatting to you. All right. Thanks so much, Holly. Thanks for tuning in. If you like what you heard today, be sure to subscribe to our channel and follow us on Instagram, wild underscore education. Thanks again and talk soon. Thank you.